This is Bold Leadership, Episode 17, an interview with David Yard, the owner of Sevenality. Their mission is to deliver an exceptional experience while changing the world through design. Bold Leadership, the science of winning with your host, Dave Evans. Welcome to the show. Hey everybody, Dave Evans here. Welcome to the Bold Leadership Podcast. If this is your first time listening, then thanks for coming. The Bold Leadership Podcast is produced every other Tuesday for your enjoyment, and show notes are found at www.theevansgp.com. Come back often and feel free to add the podcast to your favorite RSS feed, iTunes, Stitcher, or SoundCloud favorites. You can also follow me on Twitter, at The Bold Leader, and Facebook. All links are in the show notes. Now let's get into the show. I have David Yard, who is the co-founder of Sevenality with his wife, Angelica. Sevenality is a design firm that specializes in branding and user experience. When not working on Sevenality, he is busy spending time with his family and occasionally sharing tweets via at DSMY. Their mission is simple, to deliver an exceptional experience while changing the world through design. David, I am thrilled to have you on the show and look forward to your thoughts on the importance of leadership, how it's impacted your work, and the challenges you have faced while building Sevenality from the ground up. Also, check out his blog at Sevenality.com. The Seven Tips for Business Cards is worth your time to read. Well, David, welcome to Bold Leadership. How are you today? I'm doing good, and thanks for having me on the show today. It's certainly my privilege. It is my privilege. Now, I've got to tell you, I read your blog yesterday, and I, I'm taking the tips, the seven tips for business cards, and I put, put them in my pocket because four of those things I was doing wrong. So, so I really huh. appreciate the advice. It was sound, strong advice that everybody should take a look at. I'm glad you were able to find something out of that. Um, it was kind of odd how that article even came together. We had gone to a conference, and just kind of seeing how people were interacting with business cards. It just kind of inspired something. So I went with it. Well, I think you did a great job because of all the conferences that I have been to. I, I, I noticed the same things. I never thought about it until I read your article. And when you read something that profound, you look back and go, holy cow, you know, I do I do those things. That's not good. Check out the blog, folks. It's It's really, really good. So here's my first question for you. What is your favorite leadership quote, and how has it impacted your business and your life? I would say it's a quote by uh, Henry Longfellow. Um, and to kind of, if I remember it exactly, it goes, the heights of great men reached and kept were not attained by sudden flight, but they, while their companions slept, were toiling upward in the night. And it's kind of how I got the nickname Batman as well something my mom would always drive into me growing up going to school whatever I was doing she'd be like you know this is very important you know you can spend your time doing all sorts of other things but when you go back and she would always pair it with another quote and it would go time wasted could never be recalled and I guess those two things have kind of forged a way in which I look at you know leadership and the responsibility for that and has kind of inspired my journey so far. Well, it sounds like great inspiration for any, any entrepreneur trying to grow a business. I mean, it sounds pretty profound. Um, it's a great quote, really 
applies to what you're doing at Sevenality. So here's the next question. In your mind, what is the biggest leadership challenge that you have overcome? I would say the biggest one that I've had to overcome, um, I guess most recently, has been kind of changing the focus that a lot of our um, clients have. And we kind of rolled out a new program where we were working a little bit more closely with our clients, kind of like a design unit for them uh, in a sense. And we saw a lot of things that were affecting the process. And But getting up to that, it was a little bit more a matter of uh, personal self-confidence, where I knew the material, I had the experience. These were situations that I faced you know, many times before in a corporate job setting. But as a business owner, going in and working with the clients, I feel like there's, you know, a lot more at risk. So it kind of came down to personal confidence and being able to say, you know, here's what's happening. Here are some areas that, you know, you brought us in to take a look at. And here's an honest review. And here's how we would address it. Uh, So it was a little bit less on, I guess, the usual of like finances or um even office politics, which is often present, but it was a lot more in my own personal confidence in saying, you know, as Sevenality or as a you know representative of Sevenality, uh, this is how we're going to really help you overcome your challenges. Um, and in doing that, uh, I guess some of the lessons that I kind of learned was a lot of our clients face very similar, you know, feelings where they knew that their business needed to go into a particular direction, but they didn't know how to get there. And for someone to come in from the outside and actually feel that same level of vulnerability as they do really helped them restore the faith in their own business and kind of push forward and move forward. So in kind of seeing that challenge and overcoming it in my own personal life, I found that I was able to better connect on you know, a relationship level with our clients and potential clients and be able to help them address some of the problems that they're facing. Do you see that your clients are a little fearful of change? Uh, I mean, you bring in a new idea that they may believe is the right thing to do, but they're, they're nervous about trying it. And if so, how do you, how do you convince them or how do you relate to them the importance of making that change to grow their business? I guess I would say in, convincing the clients and I mean a lot of them are really and truly fearful and the fear may come from working with another designer or another developer or agency that kind of promised them you know to take them from one level to the next and in the end it just burnt a hole in their pockets and nothing was achieved and then many are also older uh, they're not really familiar with you know how things are changing when it comes to branding and design and user experience. And so with these fairs and introducing new concepts to them, uh, one of the things we kind of do and focus on is breaking it down into something that they can relate in their own life. The core of Sevenality is something intentionally done each and every day, kind of modeled on the... Um, the story of creation and many are familiar with what happens in you know genesis and using those concepts where something intentional was done each and every day and in the end you kind of sit back and focus and relax and kind of view your vision for the future to be able to go and you know intentionally work on your next set of steps kind of really helped break down that process and break down that fear 
and kind of make it a little bit more organic feeling for them. So that was our approach in really being able to stand out and differentiate ourselves from, you know, your everyday agency that will run around and promise all these things and in the end not deliver. We kind of work with the client one-on-one from the beginning and making sure that whatever roadblocks or, you know, barriers that may stand in the way, that we can easily address them before they cause a problem much later down the road. And we found that this makes our clients stick with us longer. The projects that we end up working on will go way beyond the original like scope that we may have outlined. And we really have the ability to impact communities in very positive ways. So I'm really excited that we were able to figure out that allowing ourselves to be a little bit more vulnerable as business owners or leaders really relates to being able to better connect and lower the fears that many of our clients may face. Well, that's an outstanding perspective, and I'm sure it's helping your business grow exponentially. What do you see as the biggest leadership challenges, challenge Excuse me, companies face today? I think it, the biggest leadership challenges that you know, many companies face is that they don't have a pipeline for leaders. There's a lot of talk of, you know, we want you to be a leader, we want you to step up, we want you to own this project, but there are really no clear paths or even paths that make sense in getting there. And then it ruins things like the internal culture, uh, which later affects the external brand image, where you have an internal culture where your employees and vendors are a little bit more focused on backbiting and putting or stepping on someone else's head to get ahead. And you realize that, you know, it starts to break down the process, especially if you're a service-based industry or company, and then it affects everything else. And one thing that I kind of believe in is that the process is the product. And if your process is, of course, bad, if we find in many cases, like, you know, food handling, then the end result is going to be bad and a product that no one wants. So I would definitely say it's a a very big matter of the internal culture that's kind of decaying or not really been kept up with to meet the you know demands of a new economy, um, where we're finding that more men are at home taking care of their kids, and you know their wives are taking more leadership roles, which is excellent, because in this past year, you know I've had a now nine month old, and you know, watching the way in which my wife interacts with her and the different things that I've been able to learn from this process, I say we should actually have more women as leaders in, you know, to create a better internal culture. They understand things like emotions that many men will kind of put to the side and say that we have to appear tough, uh, but they're willing to embrace that. They're willing to actually put that into an active plan and achieve, you know, a very, very awesome outcome. So if anything, the biggest challenge I would say is the internal culture needs some work today. You made a very profound statement. You're absolutely right. I think we're failing our our youth and not developing them in the right leadership traits, i.e. listening, uh, building relationships, collaborating. We we kind of have turned into more of a dog-eat-dog world, and it's, it's the world of me as opposed to the team. That's really profound, David. I appreciate those comments. Having been in the leadership world for a long time. Did you and Angelica have a lightning bolt moment with Sevenality? And if so, what were the events that led up to that moment? I would say it was back when we first started. Up until that point, we had been kind of 
we were doing a little, we were dating and we were doing little projects here and there uh, together over like the first four or five years of us dating. And, you know, we we're working with these different companies. We we're working with all these large brands and we would have our friends and family kind of come to us and say, you know, I hear that you guys are really good at designing for, you know, X, Y, Z. I need help with launching a new product or launching a business or getting our brand identity done. And as we started to, you know, go through our intake process, we realized that there were a lot of things that business owners were missing. And using design thinking, we figured, you know, with this, why don't we help, you know, small and medium-sized businesses figure this process out? help them adapt to, you know, all the things that we've been on the forefront of and we do on a day-to-day basis. Help them understand what it's like to manage a creative team, what it's like to build an internal culture that is creative. And using the term creative here, I say going beyond just designing. The people who do logistics, they're very creative in their own way. And we would continue working with, you know, our friends and family and it would lead to other referrals and it just kind of build into this huge huge thing and the next thing we knew we were just kind of like you know this is kind of this is our passion thing this is kind of what makes us you know a really awesome couple together we enjoy being creative we enjoy coming up with solutions to very difficult problems Um, and as we especially enjoy helping people who may still want to own their business, but may have kind of lost that passion and kind of getting that together and helping them realize that, you know, the work that they've put in has resulted in something of a brand, but it could be a little bit better. And so it just kind of flowed together over the course of a period of a couple months, really. Um, And then we started testing out different um, product packages, service offerings um, to kind of to find out what precisely you know people were looking for outside of just the questions that we were getting and then after that we're like you know this is something that we're doing we've proven this concept we've worked really great together overcoming a pretty huge barrier of being you know dating at the time and then now married and running a business together Um, let's make this kind of what we want as something that we can leave behind as a legacy something that is different than you know an advertising agency or innovation company or whatever label that they'll apply and say you know this is what we do and this is how great we do it and this is all the awards that we've won let's make it more about the community that we're in and when we do that you know and when we did that we found that it was easier to connect with people to actually provide solutions to problems that existed versus creating problems that we could create to make a quick buck and it's built us a lot more sustainable growth over the years and now we're just excited to be able to be a very integral part of our community helping with you know wordpress conferences and user experience meetup groups and things like that have you and angelica had and I made it moment yet. I mean, do you think you guys are where you need to be or where you want to be? Are you excited about the future? I mean, what's the most exciting thing about your business today? I would say today? we're definitely excited about the future. And I've made it moment. Uh, I wouldn't say necessarily in the common sense of saying, oh, I've made it and I can retire. I would say our I've made it moment has been this is you know, who we are, going back to kind of our personal confidence thing at the beginning of our talk. 
this is what we want to leave as a mark on the world. We're glad that we've been able to make it this far together um, to be able to continue down the road and helping others and launching new ventures and building better communities. So I would say I've, or I've made it moment. It's kind of one long extended thing where each and every interaction, we're just excited to keep going with it and building something new and helping someone in some way. What vision do you have for the future of your company? Where do you see Sevenality five years from now? So five years from now, I would say our mentorship program would be very well underway and hopefully able to connect the next generation of leaders with career paths that excite them and really bring out their full potential. And also being able to have a much larger footprint and impact, uh, not just here locally or in the state of Florida, but a little bit more, I would say, globally as well. I noticed that you do a lot of community service work. You do a lot of work with churches. How do you feel the mentorship piece? How do you feel about the mentorship piece? And, and how do you give back? It is apparent that you give back a ton to the community, but I want you to talk a little bit about exactly what you're doing in your local community, because I think as a leader and as a business owner, that is the most important thing that you can do. I would say with churches, growing up, has religion has kind of been a huge part of my life. Uh, my mom was very intent on making sure that I had a very quality relationship with God. And I always tried to find ways as you know, a teenager or even younger to make church fun. So going through sermons, you know, any kid knows sitting through a sermon is a very long ordeal. So I kind of had games with my friends where we would count the amount of times certain words were said. And then also the amount of times like certain words out of like the title of the sermon was said. And then, then by the end of it, we would, you know, tally up, you know, who had the highest number. And whether there was a prize involved year and a, it really didn't matter. All we knew was we made it through the sermon. We counted all the words. And, you know, even in that moment, you may not realize that we may have remembered a lot. Later on, little things, especially in the role of being a leader and having integrity and valor, these things come to light again and help you kind of focus on what is important and what you should really stand for. And so in my local church, uh, we've done a variety of things like um, right now we recently launched what's called a Pathfinder Club. And it's kind of like a Christian club where boys and girls can learn more about how to be leaders, not only in a church, but in their day-to-day -day lives. They go through a full range of things like learning knots, learning about technology, learning about cultural diversity, all things that help them in their school situations help them you know study better have better dedication and persistent to go persistence to go through um, difficult situation and it features things like you know drill teams and drum corps so they really get a very robust experience and then going through we've helped them with things like the family story hour which is another community initiative to build better families have families come together and you know do activities with their children and around a christian-based theme and then help organizing the internal uh, structure and flow of communication so that departments have better resources to launch new initiatives and have different events and things of that nature as well. And then kind of going outside of churches, we've done a lot with our local WordPress community. 
in helping planning. Uh, this year is the second WordPress conference that we're helping plan. And then we'll also be doing workshops in uh, speaking segments there as well. And when we do things, especially in our WordPress community, it's with people who have very little knowledge of how you know, to build a website or how to do something when it comes to e-commerce or marketing online. But they're coming there because they're passionate and they want to grow their business. They want to be able to understand and be able to even ask for what it is that they need in a more effective way. And for some, they may want to do it themselves. And over the past 10 years, we've amassed so much in terms of knowledge and experience that it would be a true crime to not share that with you know others as we go along in life. Because as you're climbing up the ladder and you fall back down, the people that you may have passed up, if you were stepping on their heads, they're not going to be very likely to help you if you're falling. Um, but those that you've helped up will definitely you know, reach out and catch you if you're kind of falling in need of hand. And outside of our WordPress community, we've been working with the local user experience community. So we have a variety of people from research backgrounds, from new college graduates, people who have been in the field as maybe a designer developer and looking for a career change, understand how user experience works, how it applies to their business, and how they can really get the most benefit out of it versus it being a buzzword that's tossed around and someone may use to scam them or something of that nature. And then, uh, as kind of mentioned before, our mentorship program, um, which is kind of our newest undertaking from an idea that's kind of been sitting on the shelf for about seven years, I would say. And with this, the goal is to produce a very much interesting learning environment to take people from point A to point B, whether uh, you're a teen or you're you know, a young adult or even way older, to kind of be able to say, here's a creative path that I want to undertake. Here's something that I've been doing. For the much older crowd, we're really kind of pushing and encouraging that they share their experiences with the younger ones. And then with the younger ones, we're also driving that they start being leaders and help the older ones figure out some of the technology challenges from their point of view. So it's kind of mixing together millennials, the generation after millennials, you know, your baby boomers and whoever else has that passion to really still do something all together and get an experience from that to help them be better creatives, better startup founders, better business co-founders or business owners and focusing in on establishing that confidence to really pursue their career in the face of things that people may say they'll be a failure at otherwise. I, I love the fact that you're bringing generations together and leveraging the expertise on both ends of the spectrum. Those young people are truly blessed to have you in their lives to do that for them. I mean, that is the greatest lesson they can learn before they step out and away from their house and, and try to start a business or go work at a company. I see it all the time, the gap between senior executives and the new hires, and they can't communicate with each other because nobody ever taught them how to communicate with each other, and you're doing that. That is absolutely astounding. I mean, it kind of came from uh, some advice that I got, and it was a person kind of sat me down and said, you know, be the person that you would have wanted to have had when you were younger. And growing up, I had a single mom who did everything to raise you know, me in the right direction, 
my sister, exceptional, you know, role model. Um, so I had a lot of female role models, but in terms of a male role model, there wasn't really one that, you know, stood out and really helped me overcome a lot of the things that I faced as a young man. So now I'm able to better relate to, you know, that younger generation of men, especially, that they should have more respect for their female counterparts, that, you know, we're all kind of one and the same when you really think about it. We need air, we need food, and we need water to survive. And so everyone is equal regardless of race, gender, or creed, and that each perspective should be respected. And in kind of working with the young people, I think that have been my biggest kind of blessing so far, um, because it's been something that has allowed me to retain that kind of kid inside, um, but still be wise and mature about the decisions and things that, you know, I face as a parent, as a business owner. So I'm really thankful for those experiences. What leadership book or what book would you recommend for for someone to read? What is your favorite book? What would you pass on to somebody that would give them the knowledge they need to succeed? I would say the leadership pipeline. There's been a couple that I've read, but that one has been the one that has brought a lot more clarity to growing as a leader um, and then being also able to create leaders. Uh, I forget who the author is, but it kind of goes through, you know, when you first start that you're kind of used to being managed. And then when you kind of move up a little, you're managing others, then you're kind of managing the people who are managing the other people. And then it gets, you know, a little bit more tricky, but people aren't really taught the ways to move through these leadership levels. Um, so I definitely say that has been the best book on leadership I've read so far. Is there anything, it is a good, it's a great book actually, and it's great to understand how the process works because there is a process to leadership folks. And if you don't understand it, you need to learn it or you're going to struggle until you figure it out. Is there anything else you would like to say or give out to the people listening uh, at the Bold Nation? I would say... As a leader, there are many things that you're faced with doing, especially in our always on, always connected society, but have clear intentions or goals. Set priorities and actually schedule time for yourself. Your health is important, especially your mental health. Many times it's often overlooked because it's not something that's physically able to be seen. But it's something that affects a lot more people than, you know, they may even want to admit themselves. And dealing with your mental health especially allows you to have a better focus, have better interpersonal relationships, and also be able to stay resilient and driving forward. So I definitely say having your priorities set, especially health being number one, is definitely a good way to go. David, it has been a privilege and a pleasure to have you on the Bold Leadership Podcast today. You are an example for all of us to follow. Your community work, your mentorship, your teaching, your bringing generations together is absolutely wonderful. Folks, please check out David's website at sevenality.com and see what the team at Sevenality can do for you. David, it has honestly been a pleasure and a privilege. Uh, I hope that you have a wonderful day. Do you have anything else for the audience or anything else to, to talk about? I would just say it's been a great pleasure having me on the show, uh, Dave, and to the audience, don't be afraid to start on your goals today. 
I am Dave Evans, and this has been Bold Leadership. Follow Bold Leadership on Twitter at The Bold Leader and Facebook.com slash The Evans GP. To subscribe to Bold Leadership, visit TheEvansGP.com slash podcast. If you've enjoyed this episode of Bold Leadership, I would be grateful if you'd leave a review in iTunes. And remember, be bold.